so Alex, do you have um, a segment you wanted to do? Um, not especially. I mean, I, ha- okay. I have some good shit to say. So don't I got, I, I've just been writing stuff down all week, so I also have a lot to just say. I guess that could be a segment. Yeah, yeah, Casey's, Casey's thoughts. Uh, yeah, uh, I thought I might call it either, like, lunch, Um Are they predictions? <laughs> sort of. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Did Nostradamus ever just, like, comment on what was happening in real time? He, didn't, he never said anything unless it was a prediction. Yeah. Oh, really? He had yeah. no idea what was going on at the time. Oh, man, that's, uh, too bad. Let's see if I can riff on this. Uh, uh. A Nostradamus's wife comes up to him and says, do I look fat in this dress? And he says, you won't in 10 years. Okay. And she she, gets she must be pretty happy, though. She loses weight over 10 years. I mean, I guess that's nice. Yeah, yeah. she's going to be a friggin' skeleton. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. She's going to be dead be a, soon, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. See, that's the catch. It could be like a monkey's paw type situation where all the predictions sound good. Yeah, like, hey, Nostradamus, what are you doing right now? And he's like, I don't know, but 9-11's going to happen. You know, and he knows that. They're like, he has no idea what's going on. Uh, Which is crazy. wrote that down. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> fucked up that that was like one of the big predictions he didn't write. He people was very vague about it. Yeah, people say he did predict it. The thing is, he knew it was going to happen, but he didn't know that airplanes were going to exist. So he right. was just so like, like ah, what are these things? I can see them, but I, like, I have no <laughs> word for this. <laughs> okay. Okay. When was that? Uh, when did they submit that? September 28th, 2015. Okay. So, cool. they... Uh, They're early, but that's good. Yeah, and from my understanding, even people from Australia don't really, like, remember four years ago's politics. No, uh, yeah, they, they it's just, it's, gone. it's been so chaotic since the last couple of years that they're just, like, they wouldn't understand this either. They're mad about Trump. They're pissed yeah, off. and they should be. Yeah, uh, he's president there, too. Uh, and you know who else should be pissed off about Trump is uh, we have a guest. Uh-huh. Uh, do you want to introduce him? Oh, jeez. Okay. You know him from Scranton Shakespeare Festival? Mm-hmm. You know him from uh, Joe and Kev's Marriage Rescue Rangers, probably? Mm-hmm. You know him from Podcasts Are Wonderful. He's on that. Uh, it's our friend, Joseph McGraw. And then you say hello. Hi, Joe. Uh, oh no! Oh He's no! Us. <laughs> I forgot to unmute myself. Uh, Jeez, yeah, you really? could just you could just call me uh, Joe. Joseph is so formal. You heard uh, the name Trump, and you were just started to cuss, and you had to. Well, mute you yourself. said. Well, it's interesting. You said it's like someone that should be pissed off about Trump is me. Uh-huh. But I'm not. I love the guy. Oh really? Yeah, That's he's cool. just so controversial, and I love stirring the pot, just like him. Hmm. <laughs> What are some of the things you do that stir the pot like him? Well, I, I like we'll go counterclockwise if I'm making like a stew, if it's nice and thick. Um, yeah. Oh. OK, so you, you're literally stirring a pot. Yeah, I'm literally stirring the pot. <laughs> OK, making a good pasta added, sauce. Added some, some brown sugar in it just to give it, you know, a little bit of sweetness. OK, sometimes that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Italian chefs are a big part of Trump's uh, supporter base because they both. Yeah, and you don't get more Italian than the last name McGurl. Yeah, uh, I believe it was originally originally yeah. Magurlione, and they made you change it to Ellis Island. Yeah, yeah. They made him change it at Ellis Island. <laughs> yeah, they made generation. me change it. I was just visiting, but yeah. uh, they yeah. said, hey. <laughs> we missed you. You look like someone. Uh, we need to take you in. And uh, yeah, I had to fill out all this paperwork, bureaucratic red tape, shit like that that really pisses me off. We shouldn't have a government at all. Well, uh, I'm proud of you for doing it the legal way. And uh, Yeah. 
getting in here proper. Mm-hmm. Have I ever told I mean, my I joke? Be- I believe in like following the law, but I don't believe in the laws themselves. I wish they didn't exist, but I will Interesting. follow them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was that, Casey? Oh, I have this joke. I might have told it on this podcast before, but my joke is that when you go back to Europe, they make you add uh, a, a suffix to your name. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would become like, you know, Wildonioni or something. Mm. Uh, just a funny thing to think about, you know. Uh, that is funny to think about. Yeah. <laughs> whatever European Ellis Island is, they're adding suffixes to your names. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, Joe, how's your how's your week been? Oh, it's been pretty good. I um I took work off this weekend and uh, that was nice. I did some writing and uh, just kind of relaxed. It was very uh, it was much needed. I've been burning burning the wick at both ends, as they say, for a while. So it was nice, nice to just kind of not do anything. So no uh, Halloween stuff. Oh, I did. I I did attend a Halloween party. Okay. Um. Yeah. I uh. I don't know. I don't have much to say about it. I brought. I I dressed as Indiana Jones. Okay, that's uh, a classic. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really plan a costume, but I realized that I had like the pieces that I could kind of cobble one together. You just uh, always kind of have that kind of clothes lying around. So yeah, they're well. always just kind of in sight. Just in case I need to dress as Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. um, or if you whip. need to whip something, yeah, right. In <laughs> case I need to whip something, um, or you know, discover an ancient artifact, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the fun quirk that I did with this costume um, was that the satchel that I had, I filled it with um, Scooby Doo fruit snacks. Okay. Okay. And so I just um, I was just snacking on Scooby Doo fruit snacks at this party and was was giving some out to people. It's a good um it's a good way to meet people is just give them a fruit snack. Now, That's a good scoop- tip for our listeners. Yeah, so if you're at a tip. party, listeners, listen up. Um give out Scooby Doo fruit snacks. Just stuff your pockets. Yeah, and I didn't know a lot of people there, so I was just walking up to them, um, handing out fruit snacks. And you as you could guess, most people were a little uh apprehensive of just taking mm-hmm. them. Oh, I wouldn't guess that. Yeah. Oh I they were. I would accept a gummy from a stranger. No well, problems. And, and they weren't like I poured, I opened the packages and like just poured them into the satchel. So they were just loose uh, fruit snacks. Hey, even like, better. Yeah. Huh. That's a good tip, though, uh, because uh, I think smoking cigarettes is a big way to meet people at a party. You know, you're asking for a lighter, asking for a cigarette or someone asks you for a cigarette. And that's a good way to like meet strangers. Um, but for our, our non-smoking listeners, yeah, that's a good tip. Bring some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. if you're cool, ask for a cigarette. And if you're, you know, a little less cool, maybe bring some <laughs> fruit gummies. Yeah, or just start asking people for fruit gummies. You know, never know who's going to yeah, have that's one. that's also good. Like, hey, you got any fruit gummies on you? <laughs> there was this guy at the party that called me Indianapolis Jones, which um, yes. I guess, I, I don't know, I didn't really get it. I mean, I, I, I get that Indianapolis is a place in Indiana, but. Mm-hmm. it's not quite a joke but it, it yeah it was it was like he had a humorous intonation with it but he, he kept doing it throughout the night he would just keep going like hey indianapolis and I was like, yeah do you think it was because of you or do you think he just thought it was a funny thing to say i think he he was really getting a kick out of it okay so i think it was actually it was more for him uh than okay anyone else and you let him have it yeah i mean i didn't know the guy i wasn't gonna be like hey fuck you also oh just i a, thought I thought you meant like you let him have it. Like you, you beat the shit out of him. Like you really, you really let him have it. No, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not a, not a violent person. That's even as Indiana Jones, even as would. Indiana Jones. Yeah. I kept the whip at home for the party. Cause okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I, just in case anything, I got into a situation like that where someone kept calling me Indianapolis. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't want to have the whip on hand. Right. Cause you know, once you have the weapon, it's like every problem looks like it needs to be whipped. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to a guy who was like a concealed carry guy when I'm, and he said, if you carry a gun, it's your obligation to lose every fight you're in. Um, like, what? Like, if you're a guy that carries a gun, you're not allowed to, like, start a fist fight, and then once you start losing, pull out the gun and shoot the guy. You know? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, yes. That makes um, sense. You have an obligation to lose the fight. Like, if you start punching someone and he starts beating your ass, you, you gotta just let him beat your ass. You're not uh, allowed to kill him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's like a similar thing with a whip. If you have a whip, you have to lose every fight you're in. So you just brought mm-hmm. the whip. You left the whip at home so you can kick some ass. That's right. How was your uh, week? Am I am I allowed to ask that? Is yeah, that, sure. Is that off balance? Let's go to Alex. No, no. Okay. I no, Alex. we're not going to go to Alex. We're going to go to Casey next. Go to me? Okay. Um, well, let's see. I, I started writing things down. 
Okay. I guess the first thing I'll talk about is I'm going to put in my mouth right now some military energy gum. Um, yes, we've seen this, and this gum looks very cool. I'm this getting is into military this... grade energy. Well, it's just yeah, it's designed so... by the the military apparently. And you know it's good because it has two different serving suggestions: one for civilians and one for soldiers. Mm. Yeah, it says do not eat more than four pieces in 24 hours if you're a civilian, but don't eat more than 10 pieces in 24 hours if you're military. So, um, I'm kind of in between the two. So I eat, I've been eating six to seven a day. Uh-huh. Um, and split has, the difference. Has this given you more energy? Do you think? A little bit. Mm-hmm. I think I got it because um, Target, I think, is phasing out their caffeinated crystal light, the Market Pantry brand. Oh, uh, we weren't able to get that. We were trying last last time, I think, to uh, get everyone to start buying this so that Target will bring it back. But I yeah. guess that's not working out. That sucks. Yeah. I'm kind of. I'm thinking. I'm going to start drafting off of those uh, save the OA guys. Uh, you know the ones that dance in <laughs> Times Square to save the OA. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start kind of like making it save the OA and also market pantry caffeine powder. Right. Yeah. You're gonna. Yeah. It's like you add it to the bill, and then once if that gets passed, your thing gets passed too. Yeah. 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 Uh, my other thing. Um, oh, so anyway, it's been good. It's pretty fun to chew caffeine gum. Uh, Does it taste bad? Tastes like shit. It's so bad. Yeah, it's um, good. The cinnamon's really bad. The Arctic Fresh is pretty bad, and then the Winter uh, Spearmint or something. The Spearmint's okay. That's like the best of three, but it's still pretty bad. Do you know what is that? Sp- There's an energy drink that I think exclusively guys in the army drink. Like nobody Rippets. else drinks. Rippets, yeah. Y- yeah. You ever have those? Yeah, not. Um, I never got them for free or anything from the military, but I, I do know about them. They have like the salute the troops flavor you can get. Mm-hmm. Bang kind of uh, has that too. Uh. Yeah, but Rippets is like, there's something where like one flavor, some of the proceeds go to the military, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but yeah, Rippets are so. uh, Rippets are 99 cents, though, which is pretty cool. That's a good. I've never seen drink. them in stores. I've never even heard of it. They have them in yeah, Maryland. I, I think you can only get them in like uh, like a crate that you call in on the radio and then they they drop in supplies when you're in the war. Maybe. And have in there. I think that's one of the only places you can get it from. They have like a, a parachute on the pallet mm-hmm. and like bring it down yep. Rippets. Yeah. Maybe it's like within a certain number of miles from every military base because I live pretty close to one in Maryland. Yeah, maybe that's what So it you is. can just, they filter out to the gas station stores. Um, yeah, so the other thing is we didn't record an episode last week and I guess I could say why that was. Um, mm-hmm. I... I have this fear, and I don't know if it's like imposter syndrome. It's it's not imposter syndrome, but I think it's like a similar phenomenon where I'm convinced that someday I'm going to get a letter from the government that says we gave you money by accident and you have to give it back now. Mm-hmm. It um, seems like that's probably true. It, I don't know where they... Uh, yeah, I think they gave me too much money, and I'm always worried they're going to like figure it out and then say, like, mm-hmm. oh, you owe us $50,000 now. Um yeah. And so the other day I got a email. I get emails about my mail. It's a, a cool thing that USPS does. Everybody sign up for uh, Informed Daily Digest if you don't already. And if anyone Sponsored. needs this, it's Casey. Casey yeah, needs it. Yeah. Sure. I love knowing what's coming in the mail. He needs yeah. help with it, yeah. <laughs> it's it's rough. I have a, I have a hard time with it. Uh, and yeah, so I, I got this thing saying uh, the IRS was sending me a letter. And so I spent the next like six hours just nervously pacing around in a circle because I thought that the day had finally come. Yeah. Where they were they're like, gonna, hey, they're going to be yeah. like, uh, you, like, you need to, we need to take you back to service. You need to go to yeah. Iraq and pay this off. Yeah. 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 They're going to put me in like indentured <laughs> servitude for the military. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what it turns out was that the IRS wanted me to verify that I deployed to a combat zone in 2014. Uh, which is weird. They said the DOD didn't ever confirm it. And that was my second of three deployments, actually. So they, uh, they got the first one, they got the third one. They didn't get the second one, apparently. Uh, and I called them to say like, what's up with this? Why do I have this? And they put me on hold for 10 minutes and then just kind of came back and said, uh, yeah, you need to send us this so we can, uh, uh, ensure that you continue receiving certain benefits, which... I don't know what that means. From what I can tell, they they're not going to take anything away from me, so I kind of put it off. But, yeah, don't don't let them know. But uh, yeah, very strange. I don't know why they did that. And uh, sorry to the listeners for the bye week. I know everyone's probably through withdrawals, and uh, uh, yeah. Um, and no one knows. Well, I guess we should let them know what we had for lunch last week, just real quick. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't that know if I can sounds remember. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if I can remember what I had for lunch last week. Uh, probably tacos. Okay. I think I had yeah, a I think, Okay. Uh, you can't give it a rating, obviously, but that's just and, that'll just kind of help you get and through that. Joe was going to be on the episode last week, so Joe, you want to tell us what you uh, had a week ago? Uh, yeah, actually, I had an omelet. Okay, cool. For, for lunch. lunch. I oh, know. Well, that would have been crazy, and unfortunately, we can't get more into it than that. Yeah, but, I can't uh, talk about <laughs> it, but I, I, was, I was super bummed when Alex sent me a message saying that we couldn't record because I felt like I was going to, yeah. you know, this was going to be one of those sort of like break the internet type uh, <laughs> stories. Yeah, you know, bringing, yeah. Bringing a, a breakfast food to lunch was um, kind of unparalleled, but uh, unfortunately, can't get into it. Yeah. Yeah, that was gonna right. definitely it was gonna break the internet. Everyone mm-hmm. was gonna wanna <laughs> look at this omelet. And yeah, there's gonna be like a picture of me on uh, like a magazine flipping an omelet onto my butt. Yeah, and everyone was gonna yeah. get really horny from it. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was gonna be one of the first things that people could see on the internet that would be like they would get kind of horny for, and it would, yeah, it just the internet wouldn't yeah, be able to work. Finally, anymore. the internet was gonna get horny. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great, but unfortunately, uh-huh. yeah, IRS fucked us again. Did you ever hear that? I think it was YouTube was founded because somebody wanted to find the Janet Jackson nipple video and couldn't find it. Uh, I don't think that's true. I I heard it was some social media site was founded because the I know I don't think it was YouTube. I think it was YouTube. Uh, I know Google Images was uh, I forget the celebrity, but she was wearing a dress like to the Oscars or something and people Uh kept wanting to see it. And so they made Google. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, Uh, I did. I did hear that story. That is true. I don't. That I feel like true. I feel like YouTube was already around, and also I feel like the first video on YouTube was like the guy who made uh, Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Sure. I feel like the first video on YouTube was like the guy who made it, like taking a, a video of like a train. Like I don't think uh. it had anything to do with <laughs> with Janet Jackson's boob. A train coming towards the screen and people <laughs> yeah. Ran, yeah. ran away from their computers. Yeah, because they didn't know you could do that in there. Yeah. I still remember telling my grandpa about YouTube for the first time, like 12 years ago, probably. Uh, we were talking about the Big Bopper and how you could find Big Bopper videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, let me let me write this down. YouTube, you say. Uh, he, he was really excited that you don't have to download WMV videos anymore. But now yeah. it's embedded. He was really excited about that, that it's embedded yeah. in the screen. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, all and my grandparents you, yeah. were dead when YouTube came out. Oh, oh, I never got to see the Big Bopper. No. I oh, think was the, your um, grandpa the, the Big Bopper by any chance? I uh, never met either of my grandfathers. Uh, they were hmm. dead before I was born. Uh, so it could have been. Could have been. I think you know, my the... parents don't like to talk about them, so maybe that that's why, because hmm. of all the bad things that the Big Bopper did. <laughs> but what are they? Uh, I shouldn't get into it, but you can, was... you can look that stuff up on YouTube now. He was harassing women on the phone. He would call them up and go, Hello, baby. That was his thing he would do. That Big Bopper is my favorite constellation. Uh, besides the little bopper. Yep. Yep. I like bopper's belt myself. <laughs> uh, how about your week, Alex? How was your uh, last couple days? All right. I figured something out. That a new wow. thing I'm going to do. Okay. All right. It's time for... You guys remember game theory? Yeah. yeah R- with remember that? Mystery? What? With mystery? No, I don't know. What is this? Are you talking about, like, like the game? No. Like- Okay. The pick the pickup artist book is what yeah, Joe's yeah, talking yeah. about, That's but right. oh, I know I know what Alex is talking about. Yeah, no, the game I, yeah, theory. I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about Joe's thing. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get into that. I'm gonna start being a pickup artist. And if anyone has any tips, send it to the lunch podcast. I need a special kind of hat to wear. I think I'm gonna do propeller beanie. That's really I need, good. I need like a special kind of uh, jacket to wear too, and I need a cool uh, pickup artist name too. So you're just gonna start a- dressing like Ness from uh, was it Earthbound? Yeah, I'm gonna start. Just, yeah, that's well, pretty good. I don't know. I don't feel like that's peacocking, really. Like that's. I feel like that's just the default outfit for anyone. Like everyone just kind of dresses like Ness from Earthbound. Yeah, that's true. I always imagine him with a pel- uh, helicopter hat, but I guess he just has a regular hat, right? Yeah, he just has a regular yeah. hat. Yeah. But wow, what if he did? That'd be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the other game theory where uh, Eric Garland or whatever, where he just yes. he starts a big tweet thread. And he just lays some shit down, and it kind of blows your mind a little bit. And that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Remember, like, 2004 on the internet, everyone hated furries, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No one likes those guys. But then, after a while, 
everyone realized, well, these guys aren't actually hurting anyone. And maybe they're kind of cool. So mm-hmm. people stopped disliking them. Then after that, insane clown posse. Same thing. I was going to say that, yeah. Everyone hated them. But then, oh, actually kind of cool. We don't hate them. Not hurting anyone. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, well, what's the next one going to be? And I'm going to get ahead of that, you know? And I'm yes. going to be the first one to start liking them. So just picture in your head, what is the group of people who no one likes, but not hurting anyone, and they're kind of cool? Casey? Uh, well, I have one, but I don't think it's what your answer is going to be. Well, I'll try. Uh, I don't want to do, derail you too much, but I think pro wrestling fans are kind of... No, uh, those guys are freaks. No. Joe, you try. <laughs> um, K-pop people? No, K-pop those people are also free. No, they're also free. <laughs> okay. No, correct answer is anti-vax people. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> These guys. Can I? The can I just off the bat say when you say they're not hurting people? Yeah. I mean, you know, being anti-vax with children mm-hmm. inherently kind of hurts the child, right? Well, but you know what else hurts is a needle, so it kind of balances out. Okay, you got me there. That's good logic. <laughs> And Alex, please continue. What if I told you that the rate of infertility is directly correlated to the proliferation of vaccines? Okay. That's not true. I just made it up. But if mm-hmm. it was, wouldn't that make you think, all right, maybe there's something up here and maybe we shouldn't trust the government? Yeah. I think anti being anti-vax is cool. And I'm going to go ahead and say people are going to like them pretty soon. Because cause it's like a cool anti-government thing. And it's like... yeah. And I saw a bus and it had an ad on the bus that was like, hey, make sure to get your free flu shot. And like, I'm not saying they put stuff in there that gives you diseases, but they probably do. Because mm-hmm. why else would it be free? And why else would you be able to get it in the supermarket? Yeah, it's you like know, this I, I, say, I, went to the, I went to the doctor the other day and they offered me a flu shot and I should have said yes. But for some reason, I did say no. That's uh, the free thinking in you. That's, you wanted yeah, to read some articles. I, I wanted to get some more research into whether it would be good for me or not first. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, well, I don't know. But then they're offering it to me. There's got to be some catch here. And it's probably yeah. that they have diseases in there and mind control stuff. Yeah. Have you heard about like what fluoride does to your pineal gland? Uh, yeah, it calcifies it. Yeah. Uh, yep. So you can't see out of your third eye. I think mm-hmm. this is interesting because I do feel like there's a slight coming around on Pizzagate and, like, QAnon. Because of Epstein? Uh, yeah, I think it's sort of like people are kind of coming to the conclusion that Pizzagate was maybe, I don't know, 15% right. Uh, and so maybe anti-vaxxers are the next thing. Like, we'll just start bringing them all into the fold. Yeah, bring them And, you know, hey, it's called herd, immun- herd immunity because it's for sheep. And maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe be a free thinker. Uh, don't vaccinate. And, hey... If you die, maybe that's maybe you're supposed to. Let's not uh, play God. Is B.O.B. anti-vax, Bob? Uh, uh, I mean, I, I got to imagine he probably is. Yeah, probably. He's got a good song about like just that all the food in the supermarket has like stuff in it to make you sick. Huh. So I, I, I have to imagine vaccines are even worse. And that's probably true also with the stuff at the supermarket. They just inject yeah. stuff in there. There's this thing in, uh, in boot camp. There's always this urban legend that they put uh, saltpeter in the food. So that you can't get a, a erection. Yeah. Um, everyone's like, I don't know what's going on. I haven't had a, a boner for two weeks. Uh, and I feel like that's one that could break out into the greater populace. Like, I want to see people that are really mad that they don't have boners. And they, and they blame it on the food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Instead of being ashamed about it, they're like, it's like, instead of being like ashamed that no one like follows you on Twitter, you say you're shadow banned. It's like, yeah, I, I can't fucking get hard. And it's kind of the government. <laughs> yeah. It's because of vaccines. You don't think they put anything in your food in, in the army to make you less horny? Uh, I don't think so. Because um, they don't want a bunch of horny soldiers out there. Who knows what they could do? Yeah, I I think people are just um, I, I just going through boot camp and not not really in the mood. Yeah, there was one guy that always got horny. Uh, <laughs> so it, it can happen. <laughs> it can happen. Okay. There was there was one guy who was kind of known as like the guy who always had a boner in the showers. So um, that's cool. Scientifically, I know that it can happen, and so it's disproven in my eyes. Well, I mean, imagine without the salt, Peter. How about that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, see, I wrote. I was writing down notes, and the one thing I wrote is that uh, I'm anti-vax now. Okay. And and. Uh, I'm not going to look into it more, but uh, I'm going to come out 
strong and say that they're good. Okay. Uh, pro, pro yeah, I see it happening. I could see it happening. Pro wrestling people and K-pop people are, are definite freaks. Um, yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, they're fucking weird. It's, it's like, I was in a K-pop store, and it's just like, you can just buy the posters of these people, and not, they all look like, it's just, it's just fucking weird, man. If you're into that, calm down. There's also this, like, uh, K-pop is really into canceling people. I don't know if you've seen this on Twitter. They are, yes. Like, every now and then I'll see, like, trending hashtag is, like, Ariana Grande is over party, and I always find out yes, it's like K-pop somehow. Yes. I saw, I don't know who it was, but it was, is going to jail party, which seems Whoa. like, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, maybe if it was a bad person, but generally I'm not super happy if someone's going to jail. Yeah. I'm not going to have a party on Twitter with my K-pop friends. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about for uh, the last week? Uh, let's see, what else did I do the last week? No, uh, all personal. Can't talk okay. about it here. Don't worry about it. It's respectable. Uh, we respect boundaries here at Lunch Podcast. Thank you. Um, okay, well, I have one little thing I want to do, which okay. is uh, it's a segment uh, in remembrance of uh, friend of the show, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, Alex or Joe, do you have anything you want to say about the guy? Uh, I mean, well, it's a yes yeah. or no question. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. I do. I, uh, I have some yeah. bad music for this. Uh, no, and I then just, Joe, you could just tell your story. I just want to say, you know, we lost one of the great creative minds of our time. Um, it's been, it's been a long time since somebody has been able to bring such a, a large group together under one. Uh, beautiful ideology. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be a long time before we can find someone uh, with such great foresight and um, natural charisma as yeah. our old friend. And so I would just like to um, to, to eulogize, eulogize him in that way. And uh, we'll miss you. Very uh, respectable. Baghdadi was... I mean, I remember when ISIS first came out and okay well i can't what no you keep going <laughs> well i'm just saying i remember when isis first came out and no one really knew who they were and they thought all right well this isn't gonna catch on but then he kept doing stuff and he like i think he destroyed a bunch of historic artifacts and stuff and it just did like crazy shit to really kind of like increase the uh yeah you know, just he's really pushed the limits of what you can do and uh i think everyone's gonna be kind of trying to fill his footsteps now yeah um i don't know um i okay the official story is that like he was cornered and then he activated a suicide vest (sighs) here's the thing i don't i don't know if i believe any of the story yeah that's because the idea that he wears a suicide vest all the time yeah it's a bit bonkers (laughs) yeah well right the thing is it's like so close to the osama bin laden story um which right. was also probably a hoax i think like seymour hirsch wrote a book about how there was like a, a lot of like fictionalized elements and one of the things that they were saying about osama bin laden was like in his final moments he used one of his many wives as a human shield yeah uh, and then apparently baghdadi did the same thing but he was wearing a vest um yeah which is just crazy like like that like uh, he's a terrorist guy he probably just wears that all the time yeah what a, what a stereotype <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's not fair. Do uh, you remember um, when they released, like, the stuff that Bin Laden, like, had on his computer and stuff? Yeah, he had, like, the Charlie Bit My Finger video. Yeah, he had, like, uh, like Super Nintendo ROMs. He was playing on emulators. Like, he was just <laughs> yeah. chilling. He was just hanging out. Was having a good he was time. a gamer. Yeah. He was. He did. He's a cool guy. Yeah, we, we lost one of the great gamers during yeah. that. He was working on uh, a new speed run. He found out a new route through Mario 3, and he was going to, it was <laughs> almost done, and we were never going to figure out what it was. But he was mostly working on that. It's, uh, it's too bad. Um, yeah, I guess, I don't know. There's a couple of different ways I wanted to go with this Baghdadi segment. The one is that I do that song. Uh, the other one is I do my actual thoughts, which is that the real story is pretty fishy. Um, and then my third one was that I say, like, you know, I was pretty mad at Abu Bakr at al-Baghdadi, um, you know, five years ago or so. But once I saw him give that candy to Michelle Obama, I just uh, <laughs> forgot everything about it. <laughs> And, and and just compared to what's in the White House today, I, I'd go back to Al-Baghdadi oh any day. Oh, my God, I'd go back to that. There used to <laughs> be at least a level of respect for the yeah. office. Hey, I never saw him on Twitter. I'll say that. You know, he wasn't he wasn't <laughs> dicking around on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, Trump, he used to tweet at Kristen Stewart from Twilight. Uh, Baghdadi would never do that. No. Hey, well, um, you don't see him up at 2 a.m. 
you know, giving his thoughts on, uh, you know, on Morning Joe. He kept it professional, and uh, he respected the office. Yeah, and he didn't have a friggin' spray-on tan. <laughs> no, 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 his tan's natural. Uh, yeah. Oh, so he looked good. Yeah. He was daddy. <laughs> uh, there's a really good meme I saw where it's, um, Baghdadi has, like, half his beard is gray, and then half his beard is, uh, like, brown. Mm-hmm. And it says the gray part is, uh, oh, wait, the, the brown part is Obama years, and the gray part is Trump years. Um like, Just uh, that, like he got really stressed out when Trump got in there. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit. Such a good job. He's like, oh, shit, they're going to get me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well, that's kind of all the angles I wanted to hit that story from. Uh, do you want to move on to talking about our lunches? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if, if, if we're not going to do a segment. Do you have any other segments you want to do? Uh, we could dip into lunch news, right? Do you have any lunch news? Well, I don't, it's been so long. There's got to have been lunch news, right? Okay, sure. Hold on. Let's look up. We're going to go on the lunch HQ computer here. Uh, and what this is, is if you want to do this at home, go to google.com <laughs> and then type in lunch news. Okay. <sighs> Trump food stamp limit could end free food for students. Yep. Okay. So that's just kind of uh-huh. the same thing it always does. Yeah. It's always school lunch news. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, this is this is a fun one. Florida man. Uh oh. What's he's up? What's he's up? Oh boy. Oh, he's at it again. Okay. He pays off school lunch debt for entire town. Children shouldn't learn hungry. So what, that this what? fucking Florida man's up to no good again. This guy must have been smoking <laughs> meth to give away all that money. Uh, let's see. Uh, Minister's one- students questionable school lunch post goes viral. Sad excuse for a meal. Okay. What was the lunch post? Uh, okay, it's, uh, we got a, uh, a hot dog bun, but uh-huh. it just has hot melted, dog? no hot dog, just melted cheese on it. Okay. Uh, and then carrots, just sliced up carrots, and then, uh, a thing of applesauce. Mm-hmm. Looks sad. <laughs> what's, what's the controversy here? It's that it's a bad lunch. <laughs> I mean, it, so th- it, this is what they're serving at the school. It's not like his mom made this for him. Oh, okay, this wasn't, this wasn't one of those, like, bone appetite posts where someone has like a <laughs> shitty lunch no 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 this is this is what they're uh this is what they're serving at the, at the school so i guess that's bad okay uh yeah i think you know i was re- i was rereading uh khalifa haftar's wikipedia page the other day mm-hmm. and it pretty much says like he's in the cia or that he's a cia asset like yeah. it, it mentions the cia in his wikipedia article as like close associates of his um yeah that seems just pretty funny yeah I guess yeah, the, a, new, he, the new government there was like set up by the UN, so I don't know yeah. how good they are either. So I'm, I'm still, still on Haftar's side. Yeah, the article, it says from there, oh, he moved to Vienna, Virginia from there and mostly through his close contacts within the DIA slash CIA, he consistently supported several attempts to topple and assassinate Gaddafi. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the Libyan Civil War, I, there's nothing new. So that's that's nothing we do on lunch news. Uh, yeah, it's been for Joe, kind of a, Joe and the new listeners, we we do we do try to keep people updated on the <laughs> civil war in Libya. Yeah, no, uh, I I appreciate that. Do you have any thoughts, or? I mean, I think there's there's pros and cons to both sides, and uh, absolutely, I'm just, absolutely. I'm just I'm just waiting um, to see who comes out on top to really um, declare my allegiance. Before you yeah. give your endorsement, yeah, that's yeah. Before I give my endorsement, uh, yeah. uh, right now I'm I'm kind of leaning towards uh, one particular side. I won't say who, out of respect mm-hmm. to um, the other side, but um, that's fair. But I think there's there's definitely like a good side and a, and a bad side, but pros and cons for both. Um, yeah, the thing people don't know about war. I is like that the one uniforms better. That's all I'll say. Yeah, it's an aesthetic thing for you. Yeah. Uh, the thing about war and. Uh, uh, People don't always realize this is that it's really easy to take over some places and then really hard to take over other places. Uh, Like like ISIS did a whole lot in like four months and then didn't do a whole lot for like years after that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think Libya was a similar thing where Khalifa Haftar kind of came in with a bullet and he was really on things. But right now, everybody's kind of dug in. And uh, well, just how like a lot of rap artists, like their first album will be really good. But then after that they won't be as good because they're just contractually obligated to make them and they're not really into it anymore. Yeah, that's why the they same say kind of thing. you have your whole life to write your first CIA coup. Is a... Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, of okay. the e- one of the easy places to take over is like a, a field. 
Like that's one of the easiest places. Simple. And then, yeah, a hard place would be like a fortress. Yeah. Like that one you're basically never going to get into. Yeah. I Okay, I don't know if I want to say like real stuff out here, but uh, <laughs> the thing about ISIS with them was that when United States pulled out of Iraq in like the early 2010s, the people in charge of those big cities were basically like uh, very loosely formed militias that didn't really give a shit about the government. Uh, and so when ISIS came over, they just rolled in there and said, like, give us all your guns. And those guys were like, OK, I'm not fighting for this shit. I don't care about, you know, Mosul. Um, and uh, they were never even going to get Baghdad. They, they never did. They never could have. Uh, anyway, um, Khalifa Haftar is going to get he's going to win. I, we, we have faith in him. And we like him. He's a cool guy. He's he's gonna call into the uh, the podcast soon, and we're gonna kind of get the on the ground on the ground. Wow, that's a big hey, get. But let me just say, I might have been making inroads there. I'm not gonna say anything more. But it's oh, not actually, as far off as you might think. Um, okay. <laughs> Speaking of that, um, I could I guess I could tell about a an aborted segment I was thinking about doing. Yeah. Um, I wanted to get a celebrity impersonator uh, <laughs> on the show. And we could act like he's someone real. So I put up a, a post on Craigslist asking for celebrity impersonators. Mm -hmm. And the only people I got was one guy who's a Takashi 6 9 impersonator. Okay, um, I wouldn't even know. Like, if you're not, like, you need to be uh, in person for that. Like, that's not audio. Like, <laughs> like, like his whole thing is that he looks weird. Yeah. Uh, we got one guy that just says, I can do funny accents, which doesn't do me much good. Uh, and then we got one guy who says he does a really good Bill Cosby. Um, so. Nice. So you got a good pool to pick from already. Yeah, I don't know. I was I was looking for something good, and I don't, I don't think any of these guys are the kind of lunch podcast hosts we want. Well, it wasn't going to be a host, I hope. Well, who knows? Uh, <laughs> well, maybe I'll do a whole episode with one of those guys. I'll say, well, I, maybe I'll get a Casey impersonator. That would be pretty funny. I, uh, I'd like that. Okay, I'll see what I can do. Put up a post on Craigslist looking for impersonators of me. You know, I'm pretty good at impersonations. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah what's you wanna, your? Do you want to uh... try? Yeah, give me. I, I can do any. Okay. Just, just give me one. Uh, Austin Powers. Uh, yeah, baby. Nailed it. Okay. Um, can you do like, uh, like Bill Clinton? <laughs> yeah, baby. I did not have sex with Monica Lewinsky, baby. <laughs> yeah, but that's she what he did make like. me horny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's who good. could forget? Who could forget? Um. Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, baby. Slaves are free now. <laughs> Peace and love. Oh, that's good. That is really good. Um, yeah, you should start answering Craigslist posts. I think you probably could make a couple extra bucks on the side. Okay. I never thought about, you know, monetizing it. I just do it for the love of the craft. See, that's your problem. If you're not monetizing your passions, then what are you doing in 2019? Mm. Wow. I know. Well, it's good to get perspective. Uh, okay. Well, do you want to move on to lunch talk? Most recent lunch. This week, um, well, okay, Here, here's the thing about the world we live in today is that Can't wait all, these, all these companies will uh, unveil apps or new services, and the idea is they'll, they're going to lose money in the beginning just to, like, to bring people on board. Mm -hmm. And so if you're an avid follower of fast food chain cell phone apps, you can get some pretty good deals. Um, like McDonald's about a year ago was like giving away free hamburgers and stuff. And then now Wendy's is doing it. They're giving away like free chicken sandwiches and hamburgers. Um, so I use the Wendy's app today to get a, uh, a double, double cheeseburger meal with French fries, uh, for like $4 off. Um, and it was, uh, it was all right. The, the burger was fine. The French fries were fine. I got a Coke zero with it. Uh, they have a new sauce at Wendy's called awesome sauce. Can't order. Uh, I'll never be able to order that. That's no way. Even if it's really good, I can't order that. I can't ask for that. It's uh, S apostrophe awesome sauce. Yeah, I'm never going to be able to say that. That's, that's yeah. just, they're just announcing like, hey, Alex can't eat this. He's not able to. <laughs> like if I can get it, if I can take it from like a bowl of them for free, maybe I'll take one. But I'm never going to be able to ask for that. You got to do like, oh, let me get that thing. What's it called again? Yeah, yeah, It's, it's yeah. the new sauce. The new sauce you have. The sauce yeah. one. Yeah, but then um, if it sticks around for a while, I'm fucked. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. Uh, now, the thing about that sauce is that it's very similar to the McDonald's signature sauce, which is very similar to the Raising Cane sauce, which is similar to the Zaxby's sauce. Um, 
And I sort of feel like we're undergoing this homogenization of American cuisine that <laughs> is it's occurring at the same time that I'm traveling places, because when I went to Zaxby's, that sauce was like a new thing. I'd never seen it before in Maryland or California. Uh, and now they have that sauce everywhere. Yeah, I've um, been to, uh, I've, been, I've, I've gone to various gas stations and fast food places. And I really think American cuisine, it's just, uh, it's fallen <laughs> off the charts based on this. It's, uh, and then like Nashville style hot chicken is something that's been around since like the seventies or eighties. And then mm -hmm. I just, just discovered it like, four years ago and now it's gotten like really big yeah um so i feel like um do you guys ever read uh gravity's rainbow the story is that this guy in world war ii he keeps like uh sleeping with women and then later on those sites become where the nazi rockets hit in london uh yes. and I, I think there's something similar happening where every place that i go the cuisine becomes the new national cuisine so uh that's my long way of saying that somebody should uh, sponsor me or give me it's a, a big um, burden. It is. It's um it's, it's what strange. if you eat, like what if you eat like shit or something and then all of us have to start <laughs> eating that. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a lot of power I hold in my hands. Yeah. In your mouth. Uh, in my <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, it was fine. The sauce is kind of cool. Um I, I like a 3.5 out of 5. I'm a fan of Wendy's. Uh you know what's really funny? I don't know if you guys have seen this. Is their freaking Twitter? Have you ever been on oh, there? Oh yes. yeah, They're, yeah. They go wild on there. It's they crazy. clap back. They do, mm -hmm. and they and they uh, and 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 it's and it's epic, and we're here for it. And that's the tea. Yeah, that is the tea. Um, uh, I'd like Wendy's though. Their food's good, but they the one that was near me uh, closed and turned into a Starbucks. Hmm. So, rip, rest in peace, Wendy's. Wendy's is. I don't think there's any other fast food place that sells cheese fries that I can think of. I think you're right. Uh, oh. does like Shake Shack count? Uh, no, because Shake Shack costs like a hundred dollars to buy anything That's there. That's true. That's yeah, true. That, they don't count. Also, I don't. At least the one near me does not have a drive-through, so I don't think of it as fast food. Mm. Yeah, M maybe some of them have drive-throughs. Uh, I've actually never been to one with a drive-through. Yeah, maybe they don't have one. I think they're, they're like. I guess a... they're not fast food. They're just a chain. Yeah, they're, they're like just fast casual. I guess they're like Five Guys level. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, they're like high quality uh, fast food. Mm. And you have to pay uh, for it because it costs a lot of money. It really uh, does. I used to live uh, by a Shake Shack in, uh, when I lived on, in, uh, on Manhattan. And uh, it was really expensive. Like, it's expensive not in New York, but boy, oh boy, when you live on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, that thing costs like, it was like $13 just for the burger. Yeah. I've still when, never eaten an umami burger for that reason. It's just too much. Nah, you gotta try one. You gotta try it. It's the umami burger. It's so good. You gotta try it. I've never had one. I don't know what that is. Um, it sounds good. Yeah, it's just a chain that's kind of like Shake Shack, but their burgers are like $15. Oh, cool. $15 burger. Yeah. Joe, what did you have for lunch most recently? Well, this is gonna, um, this is gonna, I, th I think, blow some minds here but i, I is, actually, it gonna, is it gonna break the internet i don't think it's gonna break the internet um okay. it okay. might trend and it might go viral but i don't think it's gonna break the internet okay. okay um but i also had a burger for lunch wow if you can believe that two weeks in a row no i had an omelet for week. lunch oh wait i had a burger or no i had tacos someone never mind i had a burger <laughs> calm down fuck okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna go take a lap real quick okay yeah uh, I, I had a, a burger from this uh, restaurant that's by my house called uh, uh, Three Jacks Burger Bar, and uh, it was a it was uh, uh, had a regular beef patty. It had fried provolone cheese, had bacon, uh, a fried egg, uh, pickles, barbecue sauce. It was very big. Uh, it was very thick. Uh, it was very uh, like wet. Because the uh, the egg broke, and then yeah. like there was all the the egg yolk that was all over the burger, and then I get my burgers medium rare, so it was very juicy. Yeah, it's a lot it of water like, coming off that it thing. It was water, and then the the pickles weren't helping, and the barbecue sauce. So I did have to dig into my fork and knife to kind of eat this thing. Oh no. Yeah, but it was a very good burger, maybe a top five burger I've ever had. Well, really, because it yes. sounds like a big pot of slop. But I'm glad you liked it. I mean, it's it held together pretty well, but it was just messy. It was a lot okay. of mess. Right. Um, 
Although I have to say it was a little salty, a little too much salt on there. Um, but still, delicious burger. I would give it. Uh, and then I also had French fries with it. Um, oh wow! Yeah, and I had a I had a freaking glass of beer too at lunch. Well, what the uh, heck? Yeah, I I know. So uh, if I had to give this a rating out of five, I would give it a a four point three. Um, uh, unfortunately, our system. It only does whole or halves. Or I hate it, to do this. Yeah, I, I, I really hate it. This system doesn't let us. We can only do a whole or a half. It doesn't. It doesn't let us put it in. Huh. Well, I can't rate it anything else. Okay. Well, because it's not. It's not bad enough to be a four. It's not good enough to be a four and a half. It is a perfect four point three, and I'm okay. I'm standing firm on uh, this. I'm warning you that our system's going to round it up to a four point five. Um, yeah. I don't know That's, if we press a three, it just gives us the the beep noise. It gives me a it, it gives me like an electrical shock, actually. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. That's might be your end. I don't think yeah. that's part of them, but well, that's a shame. Um, okay, I, so. I can't I can't change the rating on my end. All right. Well, it looks like Joe said four point five, so we're just gonna have to we're gonna have to move on. Um, uh, you know, my first burger with an egg on it was uh, the Denny's burger that they only serve after a certain hour of night. That's also got uh, like their what, what do they call them? Like hash hash browns, like the n- not the big patty hash brown, but just like the loose shards of potato. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think that's maybe the ideal egg on a burger situation because the potato hash browns like soak up a lot of the egg yolk. I like the uh, the Royal Red Robin from Red Robin. That's a, that's good, a good one too. Egg on. Yeah, I have a Red I've Robin. Either of those. I have a Red Robin loyalty card. And I like to, it's the only restaurant I have like a special card at, but I like to uh, like to impress people by uh, pulling out my Red Robin card to be like, yeah. don't worry, I got this. Nice. I might get a free burger. I used to have a Panda Express VIP card, but it expired. That's too bad. Yeah. I, I don't have any uh, restaurant VIP cards. Well, OK, let's do a new hashtag. Hashtag make Joe a VIP. Um, oh, we're going to. We're gonna put it out. Everybody tweet at Wendy's, tweet at Hardee's, tweet at uh um uh I don't have a Hardee's near me, so that's not gonna help. Wingstop. Hey, hey Hardee's no. how many retweets to get Joe uh free burgers whenever it comes in there? <laughs> let's go, let's get this let's get this trending. Yeah, it yeah. Sh- like it shouldn't be much because there's not a Hardee's near me, so like they're not gonna lose like any money on this. It'll be very yeah. difficult for me to get to a Hardee's. Yeah. Well, let's let's get this trending. Uh, I had lunch. Okay. Last time I had lunch was Tuesday last week. Whoa. Wow. Uh, Because I'm uh, uh, a weird little freak. And I've been walking around on my lunch, uh, just kind of wandering. And I found a new place. I don't think it's new, but I had never seen it before. But it's like a sushi place. And uh, I I walked in there, and I have a sushi uh, problem, which is that they don't tell you, like, they'll say tuna rolls nine dollars right uh-huh mm-hmm. but then they won't tell you like is that one is that one tuna roll like how many tuna rolls am i getting you know yeah and there's just just no way to know uh, okay they had a lunch special which was uh it was a spicy tuna roll and california roll okay uh, that's what it said no price but it's a lunch special so i said okay yeah sure i'll get that and uh it cost 17 dollars which oh, I did right. not realize until I was checking out. Oh, which boy. isn't much isn't much of a special, I gotta say. Did not it come really. with like sides or anything? Like a like a miso or edamame or Nope. Huh. But it was sixteen pieces of sushi. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, so which also I wasn't really prepared to eat sixteen pieces of sushi. Yeah. Although I did. I could eat an infinite amount of sushi, I think. It's it's uh it's pretty easy to eat. Uh but uh, anyway you the whole ordering thing is very confusing to me whenever I have sushi. Because um, sometimes you'll get like six and sometimes you'll get eight. But then maybe yeah, one time a roll is different sizes. And yeah, maybe one time you just get one. You know, who knows? I'm worried That's, about that happening. They call that a sushi burrito. Hmm. No, I don't mean one. I mean like one little slice. Oh, okay. Like, oh, that was $9. You know, who knows what they'll do to you in this world? You ever uh, go to one of those like revolving belt sushi places? No, I, 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 uh, I wonder if there's one around me. I don't think there is. It yeah. seems really cool. I'd like to. Uh, it's, I guess it's neat. They're not considered high quality, though, I guess, usually. I don't think so. Can you just take it as it comes at you? 
Uh, I think usually the way they do it is they charge you per plate. Like at the end, they count your plates and then charge you. Right, but like you don't have to. It's not like getting your baggage from a baggage claim. It's not like you have to wait for the one you ordered. You can just take whatever you see there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, well, I ate 16 pieces of sushi in like 20 minutes because uh, like my lunch is 30 minutes. Yeah, it's pretty fast. Yeah, so uh, so that part wasn't great. Uh, and the price which I, I was taking a gamble because it didn't say, but I imagined how much could it be if it's a lunch special. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a lot. It, was, it turned out it was a lot. And, well, for uh, the amount of sushi you got, though, that's a good price. Yeah, well, I also didn't know how much sushi I was getting. Though. Right. Yeah, I'm not saying it was, it was a bad, but it was not what I wanted to spend for. No, that makes sense. That's, like a, that's, a, dinner. that's a dinner price. Yeah, for, a lunch a special, for a lunch special, it was neither the price a lunch should be or the amount of food that a lunch should be. Right. Mm-hmm. So it failed in both regards. Yeah, but you know what? Five out of five stars. Wow. Uh, no, it's not that good. Uh, I guess I'd say it's like 3.5. It wasn't like phenomenal sushi, but sushi is really good. I liked it. So I'll give it three and a half. You know, I am just, I'm spoiled for life because in Augusta, Georgia, there was this sushi buffet, which, <laughs> you know, sounds gross, probably like a sushi buffet in Augusta, Georgia, but it actually was like pretty good. Um, yeah. And it was, I think, $11 for the lunch special, which is all you can eat. Wow, that's um, that's insane. And I'm just I'm like I'm ruined for life because I see any sushi menu and it's like twelve dollars for this roll, thirteen dollars for this roll. Yeah. Uh, anybody in the Augusta, Georgia area, go check out Izumi Sushi. Pretty good. Oh, you know, there's a kind of sushi roll which I guess is like a popular, like it's a known one, but it's called a hairy Mexican roll. I've never <laughs> heard of that. No. Really? No. Like that's a known thing. Like it, it, I've seen it at multiple places. Huh. Anyway, one place I was at. Uh, like it's called that because like it has like these little like strands like i think they're i don't know what they are they're like octopus or something but they kind of look like hairs okay if you go anyway but one place i was at calls it a beautiful mexican roll because <laughs> they didn't want to be offensive that's nice yeah what's that the mexican nice. part is there like jalapenos in it uh i don't know why it's called that um i could look it up but i'm not going to okay uh but i feel like that's a known thing i've seen it at, at least three different sushi places but maybe Maybe it's just local. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's a it's a uh, a Delaware thing. I hope not. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just googled Harry Mexican roll, and one of the top results is a place in Delaware. Oh no! Actually, two places. <laughs> uh, yeah, turns out this is a Delaware thing. Okay, well, that's a shame. Yeah. Plugs. Uh, okay. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, last week I said, by the time the next episode comes out, you'll be able to download a PDF of Five Card Lunch. Yeah. I'm still sticking to that. I'm going to say, maybe I'm going to get it done later tonight. When I'm yeah, I, saw, I saw a picture of them. Yeah, that was, but it turns out there's like 52 of those to draw. Oh, okay. Uh, but I got most of them done, and I think it is going to be ready uh, by the Wednesday when this comes out. So okay, be on nice. the lookout for that. Other thing I want to plug, uh, check out the Ali G show on HBO. It's still good. You might think it's not good anymore. It's still pretty good. Uh, the Borat and Bruno segments, maybe you could do without, but the other ones are pretty good. It's it's really funny you say that because I've also been rewatching that lately. Yeah. Um, I downloaded a British torrent though, where it's called Ali G in America, mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't have the same like intro where he's naked and his stuff flies at him. I think that was like a HBO edition. Oh. But other than that, it's the same show. Uh, I think the uh, that one has a laugh track too. I've been uh, watching it on on. Uh, I've been watching them on YouTube, and they're like all different ones. Yeah, I think the original British show before Ali G goes to America had a laugh track. Yeah, uh, uh, the interview is uh, Alan Dershowitz in one of them. It does <laughs> yeah. yes, and Alan Dershowitz brings up age of consent laws in different states just out of nowhere. Ali G is not mentioned. <laughs> it's it's oh, really wow. weird. Yeah, look that That's up. It's like it's his thing. Yeah, I guess. So. Anyway, uh, uh, I think it's still good. I haven't I, watched. I, I, haven't I watched agree that the Ali G parts are the best. Yeah, yeah I haven't watched this new, sure. new stuff, but uh, I haven't watched the uh, Who Is America. But I don't know. I just yeah. uh, started getting into YouTube hole. I think it's still good. Who Is America? Hit or miss. There's some parts just pretty funny. Uh, some parts that are a little bit not into it. Mm. Well, I couldn't find a uh, a download for it to watch it illegally, so I'll never know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, people should check that out. Um, okay, my my plug is, uh, I made a video, I made a comedy video 
anybody wants to check it out, it's on my Twitter. Um, here's the thing. I don't want to watch anybody's sketch comedy videos. So I, I understand the difficulty of, of promoting one. Uh, mm-hmm. But if anybody wants to see a sketch comedy video about a ghost who's insecure about his muscles, uh, head on over to my Twitter, give it a gander. Uh, my other plug is um, the new HBO Watchmen show is is interesting. I don't know if it's good yet. I don't know. I don't, it might it might not be good, but it's it's interesting. Well, I think it's good. I only, I only saw the first episode, which but I thought it was good. It's it's like kind of hits this middle ground between like a David Fincher show and a Zack Snyder movie. Um, and two of our greats. Yeah, and uh, I'm definitely going to keep watching. And there's just certain parts where. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. So check it out. I think that's probably my review, too, is that it's like it's interesting and I think it's worth watching. Yeah. Whether it's good or not will remain to be seen. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, if you are going to watch it, um, from what I can tell, the target audience for that show is people who have just read the book like a week ago, because there's so many like minute references to the book that seem to be like pretty big parts of the plot. So uh, do what I did and download the book off Pirate Bay and read it on your iPad and then watch the show. Nice. Uh, how about how about you, Joe? What do you want to plug? Um, you can uh, listen to Role Players Are Wonderful each every week. Uh, that's a good who's, show. Who's on that? Um, this guy, Greggy, and uh, Andrew Bear, who I think has done some music for you guys in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Cliff uh, Harpole, I think, has maybe been a guest on this show before. Everybody you've mentioned has been a guest on the show. Wow. And then uh, there's another guy, Alex M- who's on it. He plays. Mm, uh, I don't know if we say my last name on here. I don't know if we do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can edit that out. You could put like a big bleep. On well, I don't know who that is. It's not me. But oh, okay. Uh, well, there's a guy named Alex on there. That's cool. Uh, and he's he's pretty good on there. And then I'm I'm on it too. Oh, um, shit. Who are you? Yeah, I'm the Dungeon Master. It's a D&D podcast. So. Oh, what? That yeah, 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 yeah. It's really good. You should listen. Uh, everybody should uh, check that out. Uh, I also do a show with this guy named Kevin O'Brien um, <laughs> called Joe and Kev's Marriage Rescue Rangers. And we're in the process of talking about the possibility of doing a new episode soon. Nice. Um, don't know that we're going to, but we're talking about maybe doing one. Have you considered saving any marriages yourself as a way to kind of mix you things know, up with the show? People have been tweeting at us to do something like that. And, yeah. um, you know, we're again, it, maybe we'll do it. Um, but we have to just like get the negotiations kickstarted just to talk about even doing you, a new episode. You get a lot of tweets from a married couple saying they're looking for a third and you're like, yeah, OK, these guys want a third person to look into their relationship and right. pick apart. So, um, yeah, it, it's a lot of that kind of stuff. And we're, we're um, exploring a lot of new avenues with that show. But it's a funny show. You should check it out. Uh, and then I think that's all I have to plug. Okay. Uh, cool. Oh, I've been watching On Cinema again lately. Mm-hmm. I watched all that. It's very, you rewatched all of it. Wow. I rewatched a, all of it, including the trailer. That's a commitment. That's a commitment. Um, yeah, it was. But uh, it's fucking really good, even the older stuff. It's just uh, it's it's a great show. And yeah. Mr. America was good. and so yeah what'd you think about mr america did you uh i really i mean i enjoyed it but i think like as a standalone movie i don't know why anybody would watch it yeah i feel Uh, like it kind of lands in this funny spot where it wants to be something that's accessible to people who have never seen the show so it tries to like really scrunch all the backstory in there right um but i think the target audience for this movie is gonna not really want that stuff so much yeah but uh uh, it's it's just as funny as the rest of the shit that they do so i really yeah I, I got a kick out of it. Yeah, the, tri- the trial of Tim Heidecker was just like one of the most. Uh, That's one of the greatest things I've ever watched in my entire life. Just like the entire build up to that is the amount of like work that they put in uh, is pretty incredible. Uh, there's like a weird thing where uh, was it is a well donated his hand to Tim. Uh, yeah. And they just like. No, Axiom. Like it's like, Axiom. Oh, Axiom donated yeah. his hand to Tim. Yeah. Uh, and it gets Manuel, like one mention Manuel, the entire time. Uh, uh, Gave his skin to stit to Tim during uh, <laughs> when his skin caught fire. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I agree. Check all that stuff out. Uh, yeah. A lot of good plugs this week. Um, cool. Well, uh, Alex, do you have anything you want to end it on? And if not, I do have some. Oh, well, I was going to just try to end it professionally. I think that's we're going to just say thank you to our guest. And then we're going to mm-hmm. kind of tell you about maybe what's going to be on the next episode. And, just kind of 
you know, get the audience ready for that. But if you wanted to end it on, you know, just a frivolous thing, you could do that, I guess. Okay. Well, um, hmm. how do I do this? Okay. Uh, all right. I will do it professionally, Alex, and I will say what's coming up on the next episode. Swap. Yeah, just kidding. I'm not doing any of that shit. I'm out of here. Wow. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Bye. President Trump described the final moments of ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi as a contrast in terrorist bravado and American resolve. The thug who tried so hard to intimidate others spent his last moments in utter fear, in total panic and dread, terrified of the American forces bearing down on him. Mr. Trump said fresh intelligence on Baghdadi's likely location and where he might move set the mission in motion three days ago. U.S. forces took off from a military base in Erbil, Iraq, flying eight helicopters, low and fast, for the roughly one hour and ten minute trip to the location. Once there, forces blasted a hole through the side of the compound, catching those inside by surprise. Baghdadi fled to an underground tunnel. He ignited his vest, killing himself and the three children. His body was mutilated by the blast. A test of Baghdadi's scattered remains, Mr. Trump said, confirmed the identity. The president credited cooperation from Russia, Turkey, Iraq, and Syria.